Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Joining us today we have Mr. Sumit Lakhani who is the Chief Marketing Officer of Office Space Solutions which is India's largest network of co-working spaces with over a decade of experience spanning across investment banking private equity and IT service sectors Sumit has played a key role in shaping impactful ventures So how are we doing today Sumit Hi I'm doing well uh, thank you for having me here Yeah it's great to have you So before we jump into our conversation I'm sure our listeners would love to know a bit about you and you know what is it exactly that you do and your career journey till now So sure. can you just walk us through that Sure so uh, I have almost about a decade of experience across investment banking private equity uh, IT services sector I've been a uh, part of office since inception uh, part of the core management team and I head uh, the demand and supply function over here other areas which i look at office is uh, fundraising strategy marketing as well prior to office i was with uh, i was doing investment banking at yes bank and uh, prior to that i was you know doing i had a small stint in private equity at sts at management in singapore and i started my career with uh, satyam computer services as a software engineer and had a small stint with disco as well so okay. this is primarily what i have been doing okay all right all right that's great So uh Sumit in one of your articles you had actually quoted that uh, you know in the current situation when the idea of offices is no longer limited to a specific floor or building companies are looking beyond designated workspaces and focusing on the larger aspects that make a workspace right so do you think yeah. it is forcing organizations to adopt better and more effective communication channels i mean how can this shift be implemented in a much seamless way according to you Yeah. See, uh, most of the people may consider uh, work from home a corporate benefit uh, as part of the current reality. But with the implementation of a hybrid work model, people can choose their preferred workspace where they can deliver their best. Now, due to remote working, employees have become accustomed to working in a private space on a focused project for a prolonged period of time. The hybrid work model uh, also allows them to work in teams. as well as alone as required the world is uh, still grappling with the reality of new work culture organizations are creating setups that favor individual flexibility by considering hybrid work models flexi spaces and needs and preferences of the employees mm-hmm. so there is a kind of a delicate you know balancing act between work models uh, is what will define the future of work so while flex spaces have employees from different companies cultures and fields working at one place the collaboration of these personalities result in strong community building and yields in uh, you know higher productivity right. uh, i'll tell you one uh, thing you know we did a kind of a workspace survey with a lot of our community members in a couple of months back now what we realized is that the hub and spoke model is gaining uh, a strong momentum almost about 58% of the participants in that survey uh, expressed an interest to work from the nearest branch office or a co-working space 
if provided by their employer so so basically what we are seeing is uh, that organizations are adopting uh, flexible work models and are equip, equip, equipping them with the right technological tools at office home or through a co-working space to work seamlessly right i got it i i do agree actually i mean it's so uh, it's it's coming through here and you know everybody is actually adopting this and it is quite nice i do agree right so um so when the pandemic has given rise to various styles of working and the hybrid work model presents the best side of both worlds uh, you know bo- both worlds to the employees but do you think there might be certain drawbacks also to adapting a hybrid work model and uh, you know does that depend on the kind of industry that you are in as well uh yes uh, see as employees hold on to the flexibility offered by covid 19 induced work from home schedule the companies are exploring the hybrid work model to find a win win situation while the mass vaccination drive in the country has instilled confidence in some employees to go back to work but there's still a section of employees who are hesitating to adopt the normal office uh, you know a routine Okay. uh to counter this hesitation what we see a lot of companies are uh, adopting uh, these uh, hybrid models which gives a decent level of freedom to employees to work from home office or a co-working space now these uh, work models focus on increasing the productivity of employees through collaboration and a uh, shared work culture flexible spaces are becoming uh, a place for stronger community building and especially for the new age uh, generation which desires to work in a bit more informal or formal work environment you know it's it's a, it's it's also a kind of a thing we are seeing yeah. now what we also uh, did uh, is uh, we came out with some level of you know uh, research around on remote working to see uh, the glimpse into the changing needs and preferences of uh, urban indian workforce we saw that almost about uh, 74% of the respondents are willing to work remotely okay. and 80% pointed out that the job roles can be performed from a remote environment correct so uh, and the kind of savings you know there is some real savings so almost 29% of the respondents reported that they are saving almost about 3000 to 5000 rupees a month uh, as a result of working from home uh which is also uh, you know which otherwise they would have spent on uh, commuting and you know a couple of other ancillary things as well correct right if you look at in india almost you know 60% of the workforce spend more than an hour in commute to and from office that's true right? so so due to work from home now an average employee saves about uh, 1.4 to uh, you know 1.5 hours of travel time every day and um, if you look at in number of days it's almost equivalent to about 44 additional working days in a year That's so true. there are real benefits but in all honesty there is a flip side to it as well an employee who is coming just joining a uh, you know a, a company from an office correct will will he get that kind of a grooming training exposure which uh, you know people uh, get in from a physical environment as well Right. So, so that's a kind of a thing which uh, one really, you know, uh, will pan out in in longer uh, scenario as well. Correct. I do agree. I mean, of course, and especially if you, it depends on where you're staying. I mean, cities like Bangalore and Mumbai, I think the traveling time takes a hell of, you know, a lot more than anything. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, um, so with like Gen Z, uh, you know, may just be an emerging generation in the workforce. but employers in the no recognize uh, you know in the no recognize that it's demographic 
in your opinion what a company needs to do to keep up with the changing dynamics and what are the traditional practices in the workspace that will be left redundant in the next few years yeah see tell about uh, pre covid in all honesty most of the uh, podcast and uh, conferences we used to participate we used to always answer the questions around on millennials uh, i mean interestingly in the last few years millennials have become a passe and gen z has come over right Right. Now, uh, see, but on a serious note, the future of the workforce will be dominated by Gen Z, and uh, they are uh, going to take a decisive role in reshaping the overall workspace landscape. Now, there are a lot of interesting traits uh, what we see uh, and understand uh, around on Gen Z. One, the work-life balance forms an integral part today for them, and it's one of the crucial element uh, going forward. The If you also look at the Gen Z entered the workforce when the world of work was changing dramatically, these are digital natives. You know they brought their strong grasp on digital technologies, and this is in turn, uh, you know, a, uh, turning everyone to create a more fluid workspace, promote flexibility, and remote uh, collaboration. So they come, they adapt very naturally to uh, these, uh, you know, uh, aspects. Second. Uh, Gen Zs are participating directly in gig economy. Rather, they are leading the overall gig economy wave uh, around. And during the lockdown, the overall uh, the gig workforce in India has grown uh, very, very you know aggressively. Right. So this whole point is create, uh, slowly disrupting the conventional notion of an office. Now, traditionally, a workplace functions on, on a one size fits all model, right, with very structured operations and centralized governance. Right. But but over the last uh, 12 to 15 months with the uh, pandemic led restrictions and uncertainties it has forced organizations to reconsider this conventional way of working now there is a urgent need for this hybrid workplaces for the distributed workforce and uh, you know flexibility convenience safety well-being of the employees is becoming a top agenda for the companies okay. now interestingly you will see you know offices of a pure play hybrid model you can work out of office you can work from home you can work anytime is also going to come around and that change is going to be driven by gen z's you know they are not very clean, uh, uh, you know very eager to work from 9 to 6 model lot of them they intend to work from you know let's say 5 pm to bit later in the night or they want to start early so the physical office space also needs to be ready for a 24/7 kind of you know a scenario and okay. in all of the uh, co-working spaces are uh, you know uh, completely ready around on that aspect right right i totally agree right so you know of course like uh, great workspaces and workplaces are in short supply across the globe of course because it's just yeah. emerging and everything so employees worldwide persistently experience a lack of trust purpose and connection at the work and this increases the attrition rate of the organization right so in your opinion what are the approaches a company can adapt to lower the attrition rate and improve their employee engagement policies yeah see uh, naturally uh, an employee spend almost or every one of us you know spend almost about half a day inside our workplaces right so that we spend more kind of a you know working uh, time at an office uh, any person would want that place to be uh, to be more productive happy healthy and engaged yes. so a person's well-being also directly affects his productivity and work performance now according to studies like uh, gensler's uh, workplace index there should be spaces for collaboration for learning for socialization and for more focused work or activities 
Right. Uh, what we've seen is when your workplace is, uh, it's a place that allows your staff to be uh, able to work productively. They would love coming to work and love the work they do. So this is, you know, what uh, we believe uh, around. True, true. All right. So among those employees that stay, you know, two out of five indicate negative experience and uh, at work hinder and, and it hinders their ability to contribute to an innovation. So according to you, what is the best way to understand the pulse of an organization? And uh, I mean, do you feel like the regular feedback and one-on-one conversation with the team can help decrease the gap or? Yeah. So it's a very interesting question. Uh, See, I think uh, nothing affects an employee morale more than the workplace negativity. Uh, Negativity generally stems from many sources, from poor communication, unexpected changes in, uh, you know, staffing or nature of work, inexperienced management, or even just, you know, one disgruntled employee on a mission. You know, uh, negative energy and low morale can turn even the most solid cultures into a very, very toxic environment, which can cause uh, happy, productive employees to leave the company and ultimately impacting the bottom line. I was reading uh, an article and, you know, there, there was a reference to a study from Columbia University. And it very clearly mentioned that the likelihood of a job turnover at an organization with high company culture is just 13.9%. Whereas the probability of, you know, job job turnover in low company cultures is almost about, you know, 48, 49 odd percent. All right. Okay. So, yeah, Sumit, I think, uh, unfortunately, we're uh, at the end of the podcast and uh, Those were some really perspective, I mean, some really insightful perspectives that we got from you. I mean, personally, I really loved it. I mean, it was so crisp and short and absolutely to the point. So uh, if if anybody, if any of our listeners want to reach out to you and want to, you know, connect with you, will LinkedIn be the best platform or is there any other uh, platform as well? So LinkedIn would be the best platform. You know, I really enjoyed all the questions. You know, would love to hear feedback and answer, uh, you know, a few questions. questions or I'll engage in a discussion with the listeners as well. Sure, sure, Sumit. It was really, I mean, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for being being here, uh, you know, in the Shape of Work podcast. And I hope to have uh, conversations with you in the future as well. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure.